The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors, Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Straight from the Mouths of Madness. I'm one of the hosts, Lowdown. With me, as always, is F.U. Hunter. What's up, bitches? You, I don't know, you <laughs> yeah. swinging bitches. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. you swinging bitches, yeah, baby. Yeah, swing, baby. Swing. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it is hard watching movies that flashback to and not think of Austin the Bowers, 60s, dude, uh, yeah. like London in the 60s, and not all of a sudden try to do an Austin Powers out of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially when, like, she's like all in it, dude. Like, Anya Taylor Joy is all like, White boots, fucking like flap, you know, like oh, open she was a fem- skirt. Let's just say it, she was a fembot. She was a fembot. She was a, yes. It literally had the hair of a yeah. fembot and the clothing of a fembot. They were like, it's like, it's like Edgar Wright was like, watched Austin Powers when he was younger and was like, yes, this is where I can use exactly. you. Exactly. Yes, this is where I can use you. What if I had a fembot that wasn't a fembot? <laughs> there you go. Although it would have been cool is if when, uh, all right, <laughs> hold on, hold on. We got, before we go, all hey, right, yeah. spoilers, 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 spoilers. There, that's done. Uh, tonight, on the chopping block, we're going to be talking about Edgar Wright's 2021 film, Last Night in Soho. Yep. So, what I was going to say was, it would have been awesome as if when she was killing Dude Man, Pimp, but like she pulled her shirt up and her tits had I, fucking machine guns. I was guns, waiting dude. for you to say Wouldn't that. Wouldn't that be awesome? I was on the same level. <laughs> machine gun. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. I would have I would have died. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, came out Halloween weekend. You know, we would have brought this to you sooner, sooner, but there was just no way to fit in going to see a movie on Halloween weekend because as Madness boys do, we fucking party on yeah, Halloween say, weekend. Yeah, we're not watching movies on There's, Halloween it's weekend. Not a, so. if, it, if it is a movie, it's on the TV and it's like Halloween or like One of us might have been busy, I don't know, winning a, a zombie award. Oh, yeah, uh, we, need, we do need to make mention of that. So the annual Richmond Zombie Walk happened this year. We missed it last year because of COVID. Yeah. But this year... F.U. Hunter attended. I did not attend this year, unfortunately. Um, I, it wouldn't have made a fucking difference on the outcome of what we're getting ready to say, <laughs> but fucking congratulations to F.U. Hunter. He won Zombie of the Year. Thank you, thank you. Where's the brain, by the way? Oh, it's in the other room. And Why my trophy. the fuck? I haven't made a display for it yet. So there's a place uh, in Richmond called Rest in Pieces, and they actually, one of the prizes is a real lo- uh, actual brain in whatever fluid they use. Yeah, I don't know. In like, yeah. I don't know. So he won a real brain as well as he won the trophy. Yeah. The brain's the kind of the bigger prize because it's a real brain. It is cool, though, having the trophy because it has inscribed, you know, zombie, zombie of the year. year. Yeah, but so. you also have a real brain now. That is true. You have a, you, oh, yeah, no. I'm, I'm, and I've been attending the zombie walk for so many years that I have a wall dedicated to, they have an event poster every year. Yeah. So it's going to be kind of cool is I'm going to have a spot with the shelf. I'm going to put the brain, the trophy next to all the posters. So... But yeah, for all the ones I've gone to, I've got the posters too because um, at a certain point they end up getting the same artist to do. So it's really cool to see her like uh, how she changed the designs every year. And this one was kind of a play on the pandemic where they have yeah. So that was it was yeah. an interesting poster. So and uh, but you basically it's five. You can buy past posters for a certain price. They have like a set. Or you you know you buy this year's it's like five dollars but all the money from that goes to uh, the cancer society 
So the annual zombie walk is actually for a charity. So not only do you get to dress up in bloody guts and gore uh, for whatever you want to do and make it zombified. That's the beauty of it. You can take anything and make it a zombie version. As, and as, go I, to as I learned. Yes, he was, he was um, Adam. Yeah. Uh, and by Adam, I mean Masters of the Universe, He-Man. Yep, He-Man. Adam. <laughs> had guts hanging out. Yeah. I, I made a Skeletor on a pike, so yeah, yeah it was yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, he put Skeletor's head on a pike. <laughs> and yeah, it was fucking rad. He had his guts hanging out. It was awesome. It, the most, I think the best thing was seeing you in that fucking stupid wig. Yep. That, that was that was that was it. That was a thing, man. You never thought you'd see me in a, in a weird uh, blonde wig. In a weird '70s porn wig? No. Exactly. No, I did not think I would I, see I, that. It was more of a squire haircut, you know, like. Okay, squires probably got fucked by their knights. So. That's true. I'm just saying, like, it, it, either way, it's like it, it, ass sex is involved <laughs> somewhere in that. Yeah, that, I wasn't going for that. Just literally, it was with the costume. Sure, you were. So it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Maybe a little zombie dick. I don't know. <laughs> but he won, and that's badass um, because it's been a, it's been a lot of years in the making. So. Um, and if you are in Richmond, and of course we're going to promote it going into next year too, but if you are in Richmond around the fall time, generally a weekend or so around Halloween, weekend before or the weekend of, Usually that's when it's it happens. Usually it's on a Saturday. Yeah. And even if you were like, I don't want to dress up like a zombie, tons of people attend. Usually it's always down, it's always down in Carytown, starts at the, at the Bird, goes all the way down Carytown. And yeah, the Bird is the local OG old school theater. That's right. Historical baby. Yes, Richmond doesn't embrace... The old school architecture and the staples. <laughs> I like it. That's a beautiful theater. All right. So, yes, congratulations, Nathan, for that. That was really a badass achievement because, it, yeah, it's been years in the making. We've been <laughs> trying to fucking. Like, like, like 15 like, years. Like, I've, got, I've got all the posters. It's been about 15 years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. So now we're done stroking Hunter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's stroke uh, Edgar Wright's. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, man. Let's stroke Edgar Wright's new film. So, yeah, it, it, I know we know it. Came out Halloween weekend, which usually movies don't release that weekend for obvious reasons. Uh, usually studios are... They, they're smart. They know people aren't going to go... That's the whole thing. You know, they go here, there might be some people that don't have plans Halloween weekend. But it's never... It kind of got a raw deal. Because that's that's when you release a Halloween weekend, the studio's saying, we'll see if it does anything. And not only do we get one film, we got... Two horror movies. It's Antlers released the same weekend That's as well. Yep. It's like, what are you doing? Antlers, I can see a little bit more because uh, that was a Fox property. Mm. Disney bought Fox. They were just sitting on it, and they just were like, all right, let's just release it this weekend since it's a horror movie. Halloween. And they went it out before Eternals, which was the next Disney release. Yep. So that that does make sense. Uh, so yeah, uh, we got to. We we were talking before the episode. We got to kind of go right into this film. Like this is Edgar Wright's Jalo film. Yeah. Like. 100%, you can't, there's like no argument. I mean, the trailer, the first trailer definitely kind of sets you up to think maybe he was going that direction, but you, you never know. There's a lot of trailers that kind of give you misdirection, mm-hmm. but after finishing watching it, yeah, he definitely, this is his kind of like homage to mm-hmm. all of those movies. Specifically, at least in my opinion, like it's not an, it's not an overtly gory film. There is, there is gore in it, but it, it's only it, it's it's like maybe like five percent of the film. Yeah. So I'm gonna say this is more his, of his ode to an Argento style film. It's definitely not oh, a Fulci level film well, as far as gore goes. The color saturation. Yeah. Um, the only way I'll go with Fulci is just some of the characters kind of have a character design that Fulci would use. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and I agree with that. That that like we talked like the uh, the the ghosts of Creepers Past. Yeah. Those fuckers. Just like, the mouthless faces. Yeah. yeah. yeah kind of groaning and making. 
Yeah. I can see that a little bit of a faulty influence. Mm -hmm. um, but there is a blame, like, wink, wink in there where one of the clubs is called Inferno. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's not even try. That's like, no. yeah. Hey, Argento. Hey, baby. What's yeah, up? Exactly. Like, I mean, come on, man. Like, it's just like, I saw that and I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Any horror nerds, like, I, I see you, bro. I see yeah. what you did there. <laughs> but the trailer already comes out with misdirection. And you, the trailer's just shot so well that you believe the film's going to go this way. Yep. And then when the movie starts, you're like, okay, this is a flashback. And then you're like, wait a minute, there's self... What the fuck? Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is... Okay. It, so what you thought you saw in the trailer, reverse it. That's actually the movie, how it flows. Yeah. It's, and, it's awesome. And so much misdirection with the, with the way the trailer's set up, where you have Terrence Stamp, mm -hmm. motherfucking Zod from Superman 2. Yes. As And they set up for you to believe... He is the older version of Matt Smith's pimp character. Pimp character, yeah. And the trailer pushes you through. So when she starts putting two and two together, you go, okay, well, yeah, you know, the trailer kind of gave us that idea already. So you think, okay, naturally, yes. Misdirection. And I was and like, congratulations, thank you. Because I was like, wait, oh, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. It caught me off guard because sometimes trailers give away too much. And I, I kind of had that opinion knowing, oh, no, they fucked with you in the trailer. See, I was... I was somewhat expecting something different to happen at the end based off of how the whole rest of the movie, the whole previous part of the movie was completely different from what the trailer gave you. Yeah. So in the trailer, you think that, oh, is it Anya Taylor-Joy's character is the main character and she is like living in uh, or, or being possessed by the brunette in the that you see in the mirror yeah. in the trailer. Well, it's the opposite. Yep. <laughs> it's, uh, I forget what the character's name is in the... Um, in the film, uh, well, Sandy is Anya Taylor Joy's character, but uh, you think that Anya Taylor Joy's character Sandy is reliving Ellie's murder, yeah, when it's the opposite, exactly. So that was that was like, an, I didn't expect that. But like I said, as soon as you, as soon as if within the first fifteen minutes you see it's modern times, you're like, what the fuck, yeah, you know, which I'm okay with. Do do that more in trailers, please. And I'll give it up to Edgar Wright. You know, Tarantino did this last year with uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm -hmm. but hits it right in the mark of the feel of that that gener that that time period. Yeah. First scene, she's going. It's the premiere of fucking old school Connery. Uh, I think Doctor No is no. On the it marking. was uh, Thunder 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 Thunderball. Thunderball. Yeah. But still, like yeah. right there, you already have this feel of like a '60s feel. Whenever you it. add a fucking marquee for a cinema and. They just get the, like, uh, What's-His-Face did a great right with It, right? Oh, yeah, you yeah, know, like, yeah. I mean, whenever you add a marquee and it's a time period piece, just something as simple as just making sure that the movies that are being showed at that, on the, in that theater are correct to the time period make all the difference. Because you made a point of showing the marquee yeah. as like a landmark or a, or, a, you know, a thing in the background. It's like, okay, well, make sure, as long as the, make sure the film's right, and then it just adds so much. It's something so small, you know? Yeah, because yeah, there was this horrible... Not only would it say Thunderball, but then there was a whole image of Sean Connery in, like, <laughs> his shorts and... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but, man, yeah, it, it, the film looks amazing. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And he does a very slow burn. It's a build-up. You learn more. She starts going more, having more and more of these experiences, quote-quote flashbacks. And Dreams. Away. Yeah. And you learn more and more about the Sandy character and what's going on. It, it doesn't, like, hit you over the head, like, this is going to happen. It's just, like, noticeable building up to things are a little off, stuff's happening, Matt Smith's character, the 
pit motherfucker. Mm -hmm. You know, like, quote, quote, sweeps her off her feet at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And later on, he's like, well, you want to make it big in the business? Uh, go fuck that guy. This is what you got to do. Yeah. This is what you got to do, apparently. And that guy. Yeah. And then tomorrow, you're that guy and that guy. And then you realize, like, oh, he's not helping her career. He's just pimping her the fuck out. Yep. And uh, so that that's the kind of the thing. Like, there's a, it's one of those films where, you know, I, I agree. It is a slow burn. But also, it's like one of those films where, like, for somebody who, who embraces storytelling, it never feels like a slow burn. Yeah, you know there have been movies that I've really enjoyed where I also acknowledge like no that was a, that was a slow burn film but like this movie I think the way the story unravels I would kind of compare it to um, like something like Get Out yeah where you start getting hints you start getting but it's not over the head like mm -hmm. like something like Get Out and I would say something like this the real horror elements doesn't really show up till m past the midpoint well and also part of the real horror elements is humanity yeah which again with Get Out same thing like. Part of the horror in this film is the fact that she, is, you know, is trying to be a singer, get her name out there, people, you know, see that she's talented, and at first you think, oh, okay, yeah, this, this, this guy, what is it, Matt Smith? Yeah, Matt Smith's character is like, oh, he's a good guy, yeah, yeah, no. No, he's a, he's a fucking no. asshole. Next thing you know, like, she's, it, it, the way the montage looked, it looked like she probably had, like, a hundred different or so dudes that she was forced to fuck. Yeah. Uh, and that's, like, horrible. That's that's horrifying. Yeah. Be, forced prostitution? Like, that's horrifying, dude. And then you like, have that one interaction where, because they're always at a club, she sits at the table, and they go, what a beautiful name. And that's the that's yeah. the trigger yeah. right there. The guy's coming over, and that's the, all right, well. She gives him a different name every time. Yeah. And, and, but then you have that one guy that's like, why are you doing this? And like, you realize that's actually the cop. Yep. Who you, you were led to believe was actually Matt Smith's older character, but it was really and the cop. And that was the amazing oh, direction. So good. Is that when you get to present time, Terrence Stamp mm -hmm. keeps showing up with he our. He is super creepy, though. He doesn't do himself any favors. No, I, I, I understand. Like, but it's also Terrence Stamp. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. And, and obviously, he keeps saying stuff to Ellie, and Ellie's starting to put that wait, is this. That motherfucker I keep seeing in these flashbacks. But he re he does recognize her because she's starting to look like Sandy, and he recognizes Sandy. Yep. So it's like it's they're they're kind of on the same page, but not. There's yeah. that little bit of off kilter that makes them think that you know there's it, I don't know it's such, it was now, such a good play. We should bring up that Ellie. We when we first meet her, she's an art, a fashion, uh, very sweet, country, naive. Yeah. And she's she's attending fashion. She wants to be a, yeah. She wants school. to be a fashion they, they, artist. They make her own put clothing her line. In this house with all the other girls and everybody else is. They're bitches. They're, yeah, they're fucking they're, bitches. They're fucking. I mean, that one especially like she gets she 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 gets the title of cunt. Yeah. She was a fucking cunt. But she was horrible. That first night, like they have this raging party, and all she wants to do is just go to sleep, and so that pushes her to like I need to find a place of my own. I can't keep staying here because I hate. Every single person that I hate my roommate, people. I hate yeah. everybody that's in my 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 hall. So that's where it pushes her to find there's a room for rent, and that's where she moves into the apartment. Kind old lady who's kind of a little a little aggressive, gruff and stuff. And you know, but she's like, we don't have people over at this time. No loud mu loud music, all this. And she's like, also, you know, when you get to the summertime, there might you know. There's a smell that comes rises up. You're on the you top floor. You gotta put the floor. plugs in. Yeah. So. So. Which right there? Hold on. Hold learned, on. When, when a you big hear that, fucking hint. When you hear that though, you're like, knowing somebody who has been around like pipes that are that go dry and have traps. Like, 
that's a thing. Yeah. So she's like, you know, you plug it up when not in use. I'm like, that makes sense. You want to smell that. Hindsight. I know. Holy shit. Literally right there. God right, damn. right in front of your face. And you're like, okay, cool. Oh, <laughs> fuck me. But yeah, initially the way it's the way it's sprinkled in there, yeah. it it does it's doesn't it's not even a trigger like it's not even like a red, a flag like oh hey worry about this. But our, our main character Ellie, she starts getting more involved, experience to the point where there's a point where Matt Smith's pimp and uh, Sandy like are back at in her room and he's attacking her and Ellie sees pretty much Sandy being murdered mm-hmm. and then. She goes to the cops. And her next job is, is this motherfucker got away with murdering her. Nobody knows. And so she starts trying to tell the cops. Cops are like, uh, so some random thing. You, yeah. you experienced a flashback and some random chick that you can't give us a full name of disappeared. Yeah. Now, in fairness, it, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm dude, if someone came to me with that, I'd be like, yeah. And then okay. she goes to the library to do some research. And that's where there she's going through that area of London Back in that time period of, I think it's 63, 64, mm-hmm. and, and newspaper articles, and it's just a fuck ton of missing pers- like people in the, in the articles. Mm-hmm. And she's like, holy shit, like, how bad was this area of town back in the 60s? Because <laughs> it's article, article, you know, this banker gone missing, this guy, you know, the mm-hmm. owner of the store has gone missing, She's in, but she can't find anything on, the, on Sandy. Like, Nothing on Sandy. Yeah. So, which again is another thing we find out later on, hitting you over the head yeah. that we're just not paying attention to, and that's what's amazing. Edgar Wright, the way he's flowing it, he's giving you these hints, but we're so invested in her finding Sandy and her and who and the murder that we just ignore all these other little hints that yeah. are thrown our way. Yeah, till we and get you, to you the totally end. do. Yeah, not to mention that, and all the and all the like, except for that first thing about the smell. Every hint, at, pretty much after that, there's. It, there's other things accompanying the scene that makes you kind of not think about it. Like when she's at the library and she reads all that, she's also goes to Creepers Past show up, and like yeah. they're haunting her through the fucking library. And that's where you, you know? get that real eerie because yeah, what ha- first, first it happens in the room, and all these like ghosts of dead fucking Johns show up, and like they're fa- they're 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 mouthless, they're faceless, they're just like these gray. Oh, it's so fucking creepy, dude. What a lovely name. What a lovely oh, name. God. Yeah. And that's so all they're creepy. saying, and they're fucking creepy. Uh, as shit. It works, uh, though, like, because it's not like a jump scare, really, of just kind of that creepy, like, just imagine, like, all these fucking dead motherfuckers, like, yeah. in your room, like, get the fuck out. But it also starts, it shows, Ellie starts kind of cracking under the pressure. Like, she, she's gotten so involved in the this whole thing with Sandy that she's falling behind with, her school. Well, I mean, she sees, she's filling out the co- the uh, garment she's making for school because she's mimicking it after Sandy's initial outfit that you see her in yeah. at first, that pink flowing uh, outfit. And then all of a sudden it's Sandy stabbed to shit, bloody. <laughs> and then she runs out of the classroom and then, you know, she sees the fucking Johns. Like, she's being followed and haunted by this everywhere she goes, the Halloween party. Yeah. She sees them at the club. Like, she's being followed with this shit now. It's like ingrained in her life when she's awake, you know. But and let's so, just Larry, right, let's let's yeah, get to all right. Yeah. So she confronts Karen Stamp, mm-hmm. and she's like, "You're a piece of shit. I know what you did. You murder Sandy." And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And like, and she's just aggressively yelling at him, and he walks out into the street, gets hit by a car. The bar, which was, owner, a, which, was which, hold on, which was an odd, a, a, a nod to their first interaction. 
uh, when she got the job at the bar and he yep. follows her out. He's like, you look familiar. Like, I'm talking to you. Yeah. And they're walking in the street. He scares her so much that she literally walks out in the middle of the street and almost gets hit by a car. So it was there's this irony that, that he yeah. got walked out in the street. Because he told her, he's like, I don't watch where you're going. <laughs> like, well, she's like, she's like, I know you're responsible for her death. You're responsible. Mm-hmm. He's like, and Terrence Stanton does such a good job that he's such a weird, creepy old guy. He's like, fuck off, fuck off. You know what you're talking about, fuck off. He's not denying it. He's just like, stop pestering me, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he gets hit, and then you come to find out that this bar that Ellie was working at, where he was frequent, the bar owners known him, and she's like, she's like, he murdered Sandy, and they're like, no, he, he was a is, cop. He's an ex cop. He used to work the streets. And you realize he was the he was the one. He was undercover past, yeah. trying to bust this ring of fucking prostitution. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Because again, the trailer, most of the movie sets up to think, oh, he's the older version of Matt Smith's pimp character. Exactly. He's a real piece of shit. And now he's like literally old habits, fucking like, you know, you look like the chick I fucking murdered. Nope. And that was awesome. Because right it was, then, it I'm was like, so good. Because you're like, okay, now I'm thrown off. What's happening here? Mm-hmm. Ellie's has breakdowns. She's being chased over and over again in the library by these mouthless ghosts of all well, the no, Johns. After, after the cop was killed, that pretty much was... That's when she's like, I need to get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, and then yeah. she goes to... she the, the, the dude she's been seeing, um, well, talking to, who uh, takes her back to her apartment to grab her stuff, and she was like, if I'm out in 15 minutes, come get me. Because she, like, she knows if she goes in the room, she's going to have be haunted and see her visions and it might fuck with her. Yeah, she's, She she's... did not know that when she walked in and was talking to the landlady that she was going to A, be drugged, and B, find out that the reason there was no mention of sa- uh, murder of any Sandy back in that time period was because sa- that was Sandy. And her, yeah. she was using, her real name was Alexis or Alexi. Alexi, yeah, and that was was on her, and that was was on her mail as a landlady, and the, all those missing persons were her killing all her jobs. That reveal is so, so good. good. It's because so fucking. She comes good. in and she's just going to tell the land the landlady, "Hey, I'm sorry, I've got to get the fuck out of here. I'm going back home. I'll pay you rent when I can." She's like, "No, that's fine. Come sit down, you know, kindly old lady. Just mm-hmm. Come sit down here. You look oh, you look very upset. Let me get you some tea." Mm-hmm. And the breakdown of the reveal, where she's drinking the tea, and she goes, you know, I was visited by an officer asking about some Sandy. And then she's like, and then she's like, I wish you hadn't done that. And she's drinking the tea, and she's like, but we won't have to worry about that, because she's like, oh, I wouldn't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Once the reveal happens, she goes, oh, I, I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep drinking your tea. Keep drinking your tea. Yeah. And just the reveal of how, like, she actually killed Matt Smith's character. So she saw the vision kind of in reverse, and then, like, all those spirits she's seeing are actually, you know, a ghost that aren't. They're, they're they're kind of sitting in limbo because they were murdered, and she, they weren't like they weren't went, like ghostly visions of a horrid past. They were actually ghosts because she murdered the fuck out of them, buried them in the goddamn walls. That's right. And where oh. we've been seeing this as her being this victim that was used, and it's the it's like the she ghost took of all yeah. that aggression, and and this was like I'm killing every one of you motherfuckers. Yep, every one of you rich, sick fucks are going down. Rich. Nobody else had been in that house, yeah. and bodies were, and that, that's where the smell, smell. during the summer, and it's well, you great. Think, you think by that point it would be gone, it would, the smell would be gone. Maybe, Dude, that's I don't like, know. That's like, we're talking like 50 years at this point. She was in her 20s in the 60s, 
This is present day. I mean, dude, I mean, it might be a little bit in the stop. boards. Yeah, you know, oh, rotting flesh. Kinda, it's just yeah. absorbed. Yeah, it's the just, wallpaper yeah. can maybe absorb a little rotten flesh smell. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You know what? Something I couldn't tell you because I've never buried uh, any bodies. No, I have not. <laughs> in my house. But that was so. such a brilliant, brilliant fucking reveal. It was a great reveal. The so boy, good. The quote, quote, boyfriend, it's been past 15 minutes, knocks on the door, and our Ellie's like, you know, struggling to get away. And he comes in, and the kind old lady opens the door and goes, Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're checking her? Come in. Stab. Stab the Stabity shit stab, out stab. of him. Right in the gut, too. God oh. damn. And so what's really cool is when, you know, Ellie, of course, drugged. Oh, uh, something. there's an ashtray that gets knocked over in the hustle and bustle, and it sets her records on fire, starts a fire in the building. Meanwhile, Ellie's, you know, running upstairs uh, after she sees her boyfriend get stabbed because I think she knocked. Sandy over for a second, and by the time she gets upstairs, you know the fire spread, and the and the the ghosts are up there. And what's cool is now you see the ghosts weren't actually trying to haunt her. They were like, "Help, help, yeah, help, <laughs> hey, help." This bitch murdered all of us. Yeah, we're not tight. We just all got one thing in common. We were fucking murdered. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and okay, it's prostitution. If you're a dude, you go to the pimp, you prostitute. They don't know that she was lied to. Yeah, so it's technically not. I don't. I'm not, I'm not sounding insensitive to because it was fucked up what happened to Sandy. It was horrible. That that that's what part again. That's what part of what makes this movie horrific is the fact that this poor girl with hopes and dreams got crushed by what's between her legs, basically. Yeah. Well, like, she was used. Know, she was used by Matt Smith. Yeah. And she was then, used, and then, and then he used her that, for everything, money, financially for like until only, she killed him. The only thing I'm not sure of is the time relation. If after she killed him, then she's like. I'm on a path now. I'm pretty sure the way they lead it to believe is that after she killed him, every John after that was killed. Yep. Yeah, and that's but what up I think. To, but up to the point where she killed him, like, you're right. I mean, those those guys who are, who are paying for sex, prostitution, it's money for sex, like, they didn't know they were, like, destroying her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because she had to go play and act nice because Matt Smith, with for fear of whatever he would do to her. Well, so, like, she was, you know, acting like everything was okay, because she had to, because there's a certain point where she was afraid of Matt Smith's character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I, it makes sense when at the end, those, all those spirits are like, help. Because they didn't, they didn't know that she was being, like, yeah. she got forced into that. They didn't know that. <laughs> like, But eventually we get, Ellie gets, makes it out of the house. Yeah. It's able to help get her boyfriend out of the house. And that's where our old lady, and just kind of like... Well, no, I was going to say, when she... She was going to kill herself When anyway. she gets to the room... Yeah. And she opens the door, you, they're not ghosts anymore. You see them as real people through, yeah. like, her eyes almost. I'm like, okay. And there's this amazing shot where she just sits in her room, that room where everything happened, as the fire's engulfing. And just at, first it lo- at first it's Anya Taylor-Joy, and then it's the... Uh, the um, other actress, um, Diana Rigg. Yeah. Like, like you see it once, the transitions, it but was I, so I, good. It, was, it just pulls back and just surround by fire and just like, yep, just, I'm, I'm, I'm burning up with the house. I'm burning up with all the people I murdered. It was fucking awesome. And the, after that, she gets away, time jump, she's got her fashion line and it's all different colors of that style dress. Yeah. As, when she's doing the runway showcase. It also showcase. kind of made it seem like because of what she went through, like everybody is like, you're so strong. You de-. like, you know, she was always murdered. You know, like she kind of solved this these 
like what like cold case 30 murders cases? Yeah. yeah and stuff like that and was almost murdered by that person so she's kind of like a celebrity in her class introducing her fashion line you know as everyone's like you did i oh i'm so proud of you you were so strong like that you know where all these people were, were fucking hated her before are now nice as shit because she went through some fucked up shit yeah and you know show was a success everyone loved her fashion line she was in the back first you see her mom in the mirror like so she's she has her mom had killed herself her mom was into fashion too that was Which we never the, really we didn't bring up but it does play a little bit because her mom killed herself had was in a mental institution mm-hmm. something like that so when she starts talking to the cops they're like uh, about mm, these flashbacks to the yeah. sandy and they're like um have do you have a case do you have any family history of yeah. mental you're like oh shit that's come back burn. to bite her the ass burn yeah so but like in, the, in the, one of the first scenes in the film uh you see she sees her mom in the mirror like she'll see her mom in the mirror and it, it only happens like two or three times throughout the film but one of the last scenes she's walking by a mirror after, after her showcase and her mom's in the mirror and then her, her uh the, the, the dude survived the gut stab, and her granny come in and congratulate her, yada, yada. And then when she turns back around in the mirror, it's fucking Anya Taylor-Joy. And you're like, oh, shit. What yeah. does this mean? <laughs> like, I don't know how to take that ending. That last scene, I don't know how to fucking take it. I don't I don't know what that I means. I think it's just kind of open for interpretation. You think? Yeah. I think... You think she's both? You think maybe, maybe that means that, that she's both women? That maybe she's both, or maybe, you know, who knows? Yeah, it was just... It was a beautiful way to end it, but also you're like, what the fuck does that mean? And that, oh. But that's the, yeah, that's no. how it goes, man. That's a, and that's a great way to leave it. It's kind of open-ended. Credits. Yeah. I mean, I got, all right, it just flew over the chopping block. It didn't even land long enough to even well, step on we it. we haven't really covered, like, any specific director. Well, we've done a few directors. But, you know, I mean, at this point, Edgar Wright's getting, to me, in my opinion... Into that Tarantino ca- category, where he doesn't make a bad movie. Mm-mm. I, but I will say that I, and this is just me, I believe that everything he did prior to this led to this. Like yeah. I think, as of him right now, where he is in his career, this is the ultimate Edgar Wright yeah. film. I, I don't. I could be. I could be overstepping with that and be a little great. It's a little hard because I mean, but just look. I mean. The camera work. That was, like, this, he tells the cinematographer what he wants. The cinematographer makes it happen. But he had to envision what he wanted. And I then, think... You know, I mean, like, there's so much... Like, initially, when they're in the when they, when they they're in the speakeasy, or they're in the bar, you know, the old speakeasy or whatever, and, like, the way the camera works where they're, they're mirrored, Ellie and uh, Sandy, and their movements just are just... It, it, it all looks so good. You know, like, there's so much awesome what stuff. Or, think... like, or, like, when she originally thinks that Sandy's killed. Yeah. Like... That death scene of the stabbing, like you see it was Ellie's eyes in the knife as, as it's stabbing Sandy, yeah. like it's such, it's so fucking beautiful. Dude. I think what this movie proved more than anything else is that Edgar Wright is not stuck to one genre. That is because true. Because you see yes. Edgar Wright, they yes. go, oh, Shaun of the Dead, World's End, Hot Fuzz, you know, Scott should've, Pilgrim should have been Ant Man. Sorry, yeah. should have been Ant Man. I want to see. I still want to see his Ant Man. He had his niche with comedy. Yeah, and I remember. His first real testing was Baby Driver. There's Which, funny moments in Baby Driver. Baby Driver's okay. But well, but it's got some amazing chase scenes. It does. It, as, I mean, as, as far as movie, his career goes, yeah. that that particular film, even though it's a good film, I own it, it's a, closer to the bottom than some of his other films. I'll give you that, but it's also his kind of jump into, I'm not doing a, a comedy, 
you know, and this yeah. is full. There's not really any comedy at all. It is a complete. And like, that's what I think. Like his every movie. film that we've seen of him before was his journey to making this film. Yeah. And hopefully after this, it'll just every film will just keep topping. Well, this. I think it's now yeah. a, a comfort level. Yeah. Now, now he's able to do that. Yeah. You know, and like we were joking around, like we're waiting for where's Nick Frost? We're signing yeah. to make cameos. No. And that actually that, that was smart of him because I mean it would have been cool, but also if if we'd have seen that, it might have kind of yeah jumped it down a little bit just because we're used to seeing those two in his films. But it, again, he's starting to hit those where now. I'm expecting a pretty strong product out of him. Yeah. No, I mean, that's the other thing, too, is he now he set a precedent. Yeah. Like, you need to... <laughs> that motherfucker. You set a precedent with this film. Watch, like, this movie, watch this next movie, suck ass. Huh? Oh, we so then we'll be like, God damn it. Fucking... But again, I'm looking at him now. He, I mean, he's he's had five-plus movies. He's getting into that Tarantino level where... Look, there's a couple of Tarantino movies that are kind of lower-level ones that I don't... But most of them have a quality to them that I enjoy the shit out of. Mm-hmm. And and I, like I, I do see why way. you're comparing him to Tarantino because the length of time between films is similar to Tarantino as well. Yeah. And we say and five changing, films. And changing of genres. Genres. And yeah. we say five films, but like, Shaun of the Dead was 03. So it's like five films, but it's like over this long fucking time yeah. period. Tarantino. I mean, the, I think the shortest time he's had between films has been like, what, three years? That was Reservoir Dogs to Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Yeah, After that, it's been like four or five years minimum between movies. Yeah. So it, it is kind of, that actually is kind of a similar thing between the two directors. They take so, the time to make the movies. I, I think, I don't know, remember if you said it or not, but obviously this passes. I said it flew over yeah. the chopping block. It yeah, didn't even land. It was just like, bye. This like, is a, I will definitely want to have gonna in my collection. Shit. Yeah. Oh, this is so. a gorgeous. I can't wait to see it. I mean, we all know Satan in theaters is gorgeous, but I can't wait to see it with my 4K copy on a 4K TV, and it's going to be just, oh yeah. And look, if you're listening to this, it might have left theaters, you know, there's a lot. We're heading, we're heading into, there's a lot of blockbusters coming out in the next couple of months, so it might not stay long, but if you get a chance, once it's on demand, or once it's available on Blu-ray, definitely check it out. Yeah, definitely check this fucking film out. And um, as always, you know, hit us up, lowdownbrown.gui.gmail.com if you've already seen it. Let us know what you think, or after you listen to this, you, 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 it's still showing in your area, and you go see it, hit us up, let us know what you thought, let, yeah. let, let us know if you agree, is this his masterpiece as of yet, because goddamn, I think it is, I mean, it's a <laughs> fucking amazing film, and I, I don't give that out lightly, I'm a very picky bitch, <laughs> but I can't really think of a lot of downfalls with this film, Yeah. like honestly, I can't think of a lot of negatives. <laughs> Even the runtime was just perfect enough. Right at two hours, like exactly. God damn, man. Um, and uh, also go to gipodcast.com. Check out our links page, and you can go and click through on our Amazon link, and you can just shop through Amazon like normal. Holiday season's coming up. Get a head start on that shit because it'll be here before you know it. Seriously, you just shop through our link like normal, no extra cost to you, but we get a kickback, and that actually help us on the holidays. So that we greatly appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and next to our Amazon link, we've got our link to T Public, which is where all the merch is for all the shows under the network. There's like 40 some fucking designs. It's literally it's absurd. In the holiday season, you yeah, know. you know, you buy some people some GUI stuff. Just saying, <laughs> you know, I mean, and there's going to be sales like almost every weekend going through the rest of the year. So you can, you'll get a T-shirt for like thirteen dollars. So that helps too. Like it's it's going to be cheaper throughout the rest of the year because that they always go bonkers at the holiday season. So. We'd love you pick. We'd love to see some GUI stuff being repped throughout wherever we're at. Yeah, it'd be awesome to be like two states away and see a GUI cert. That'd be fucking rad <laughs> as shit. And also, while you're on GUIPodcast.com, check out all the other shows under the network. We've got something for everybody. Tons of flavor there. All good shit. All good content. And remember, 
embrace the madness. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch Nights, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Also while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI Nights and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey guys, Scotty Big Daddy Preston here, that's right, the Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So remember, join us or cry. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com.